Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You guys, we have made it. This is episode 144 of Jump Podcast, and it is the last episode of 2020. I'm your host, Traveling Jackie, and... I'm going to enjoy a drink. (laughs) I'm going to have a focus beer while I record this episode. And you are more than welcome to join me if you would like to grab a drink or a tea or anything and raise a glass to the end of 2020, maybe just the end of what has been a really tough year for a lot of us. We're bringing on 2021. So let's mark this episode with intention and celebrate that. Also, it's been a while since I've had a focus beer with you guys, and um, I think it's about time. (laughs) So um, as we get into this episode, actually, we are going to do things a little differently here today because it's the last episode of 2020 and because I want to do something intentional today. So our word for 2021 workshop the other day went super well. And it showed me a lot about where you guys are right now. And um, I want to kind of continue in that collective energy that we created. And I have an idea around that, which I'll share with you in this episode. Um, So we're going to do a few things here today. Number one, because of the feedback and enthusiasm that I saw from you guys in the workshop the other day, I'm actually going to bring bits of that word for 2021 workshop to you here right now in this episode and walk you through my steps for choosing a word for the year and why it works and how you use it. Um, Those of you in the workshop got some extra inspiration from each other, hearing about the words you were choosing and getting insight into each other's stories, which was super cool to witness. Um, And while we can't really recreate that collective performance here today, as I'm obviously by myself, I will gladly share the bones of how to do it so that even if you weren't at the workshop, hopefully you can give this a go on your own. Number two, I'm also going to walk you through my year-end letter writing practice. This is something that I mentioned in the workshop the other day, and there was some interest around it, and it's not really something we can workshop, but it is something I can walk you through. I can definitely share why I do it and how I do it. It is a very good year-ending practice, and I'm going to invite you guys to try it this year. And then number three, I have an announcement for you, which really is an invitation for you. In the last episode, I invited you to my first workshop, and it was so good that I have another invitation for you today. So make sure you stick around to the end to catch that. It's another thing that I'm inviting you to do with me like as in person as we can get these days. Um, And on that note, I must start, I must, before I speak another word, must start with a huge thank you to everyone who came to my Word for 2021 workshop on December 16th. And to those of you who watched the replay, I think it's safe to say we had such a good time in that workshop. Even though I was totally nervous to host my first live workshop, you guys made me feel so supported And when I asked you to wave at me, if you've listened to my podcast before, like every hand went up and I was just completely filled with encouragement. It's like 
Same, same, but different from podcasting to doing the workshop. It's still you guys. I could just see you in person this time. And it was just, ah, just so different. Just also so needed. You know what I mean? That workshop really proved something to me that I think we already know at this point, but it was very apparent at this Zoom workshop that we are all kind of starved for connection right now. We have been shut in our houses, not able to travel like we normally do, not able to see our loved ones. Many of us are going on nine months or longer without flying, which is so not normal for us travelers, right? We've just been in our own little circles and we have a collective cabin fever like never before. So getting to see so many of your faces the other day was a breath of fresh air for me. The energy that we created together, I think was palpable. Even though we were spread out literally across the world. I mean, there were some of you from Germany and Turkey, the Netherlands, Switzerland. I mean, you guys were showing up from everywhere. It was impressive. And during the workshop, you guys said, and I quote, thank you. Wonderful. Amazing. You did great. Do this more often. This was fantastic. Do more. Very helpful. Thank you. Great workshop. I loved it. So inspiring. You get the picture. Thank you for your words to me and for being so enthusiastic and engaged with and supportive of each other. The chat was on fire. The energy was flowing. And I know why we had that dynamic. I know why that happened. It's because you're all here because you find interest in this show, whether it be in the subjects we cover or me or travel in general, you're all here because you're attracted to similar things. So when we all get together, freaking fireworks, guys, this is a dynamic and an experience that we create by coming together. And yeah, I mean, podcasts are pretty cool because they fit into your ears and your day whenever you want them to, but putting in the extra effort to show up in community at the same time as other people is so completely different. I loved it. I think we all need more of that right now. So I am going to continue to do my part to show up for that. So that's why I have another invitation for you today. And hey, if you've never accepted an invitation from me before, maybe now is the time. You are always invited here. So a word for 2021 and some year-ending letter writing and an announcement. That's how today's show is going to go. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right, unless you're totally new to the show, chances are you've heard me talk about choosing a word before. Um, Even in the episode right before this one, it was brought up in the interview with me. And also, if you've read my blog, uh, travelingjackie.com, you've seen posts about it. It's something I do at least once a year because... Choosing a word is a goal-orienting practice. Similar to making a New Year's resolution, only I'm absolutely convinced this one actually works if you do it right. And the point of choosing a word is to encompass an overall goal that you want for your life and to create a wayfinder to help you get closer to that goal. And this goal needs to be accomplishable in the short term, something you can do starting now to make your life better, to move yourself closer to your own unique goals. That's the whole purpose of choosing a word. And my goal here is to open your mind to this tool so that you may also be inspired to choose a word that will help you personally move toward your goals. Sound good? Okay. So first I'll give you a couple of examples of words that I've chosen in the past um, and why they've worked for me and actually one from someone else as well. And then I will share two ways that you can use your word to help you move closer to your goals. And then I will share with you tips for figuring out what your word is. So question for you, long time listeners or binge listeners, 
Do you remember Angie from back in episodes 64 and 68? She was one of the before and after episodes. She was about to take her first solo trip to Italy. So in episode 64, she came on to share all of her fears and ask all of her questions about first time travel. And then Then she went to Italy for two weeks. And then in episode 68, she came back and shared that she had zero problems. She had the best time of her life. And afterwards, she felt like if she could do that, she could do anything. And I brought this up at the end of episode 68, asking Angie, why? What made her say now is the time? And as it turns out, Angie's word for that year was facing fears. That was her overall goal. And anything that moved her closer to that goal was something she said yes to, including her first solo trip abroad to Italy. Facing fears was something that Angie wanted to accomplish. It was a personal goal for her and helped her make decisions towards who she wants to be. And it totally worked. She amazed herself in the process. So choosing a word, or in her case that year, two words, that acted like a beacon for her completely changed her life. Those are two really great conversations, by the way, packed full of good tips. So if you want to go back and check out episodes 64 and 68, if you want further inspiration today, you can go ahead and do that. You can tell just by the tone of her voice how much she had changed just in those few weeks in between episodes. It was an incredible transformation to witness, and it started from a decision to face her fears. I mean, imagine for a minute if you chose facing fears as your word. And simply from that choice, you found the courage to take yourself on a solo trip to Italy and have the time of your life and come back feeling like if you can do that, you can do anything. How would that change your life? (laughs) So I was inspired to choose a word for myself that year. That was back in 2016. Um, I really wanted to give this thing a go. And I'll give you two examples of words that I have chosen since then that have totally worked for me. The first one was for 2017, I chose ramp up, which yes, I know that's two words as well, but that's okay. You can do whatever you want with this. Um, For me, ramp up. It was time to rise. I had been through quite a lot in the previous two years and I was very tired of my own emotional roller coaster taking up all of my energy. I was ready to ramp things up in every arena of my life. I needed realignment. I needed to have higher energy. I needed to make more money. I knew that the rewards would come only if I made moves to set myself up for success. So I chose ramp up and I totally did. Not only did I really come out of my funk by the end of that year, but I also doubled my income. How's that for ramping up? Now imagine for a minute if you chose ramp up for your word and reminded yourself throughout the year to align with that goal and you ended up letting go of the thing that was dragging you down and doubling your income by the end of the year. How would that change your life? I'll share one more of my words with you and then we'll get to your words. So for 2020, my word was discernment, which is the ability to judge well. I wanted to make better choices. In 2019, I had made several decisions that after some time had to be majorly course corrected and the energy that I spent course correcting could have been saved altogether had I simply made a better choice at the beginning. Sounds familiar probably, right? But the problem is (laughs) we're not just talking about hindsight here because the worst part is that I had flashes of negative gut feelings for each one of these decisions at the very beginning that I blatantly chose to ignore. 
And this was like becoming a pattern for me in 2019. And I really wanted to break that. I want my decisions to be a hell yes for me instead of a, hmm, this could work. So I chose discernment, which means the ability to judge well. Hell yes to that. And I'll tell you why this one worked so well in just a minute. So I hope from those stories, you guys are starting to understand the big power of this small tool. Now let's talk about your words and how one word can change everything for you. What you have to understand is you've got to use this word, right? Okay. It won't work at all if you just come up with it and then don't do anything else with it. You've got to take steps towards it throughout the year for it to work. So here are two ways you can use your word. Number one, use it as a personal compass or like a beacon or a wayfinder. It should guide you and point you closer to who and where you want to be. Okay. So personal compass. Number two, weigh it against decisions. This is where the magic happens. Hold up your decision next to your word because your word basically is like a personal mission statement for the short term or the long term. So When you have a decision to make, consider whether the choices you have align with your word and will bring you closer to your goals. So ask yourself, does this choice help me move closer to my goal or will that choice move you farther away and see if you don't have an immediate answer. And this is where I loved discernment because when I held it up to a decision and did a gut check, you guys know the gut check. They are super powerful. I knew immediately if it was a hell yes. And if it wasn't a hell yes, like major, yes, I want this. Guess what? It's a no. That's called essentialism. Incredible decision tool right there. So weigh your word against your decisions. It should help you find answers. All right. So use it as a personal compass, as a wayfinder and weigh it against decisions. This is how you will use your word to help you move towards your goals. So that's how you use it. Now let's figure out what your word is and how to find it. I have four tips to help you find your word. Number one, you must choose your word yourself. Nobody else knows your full story. So put on your personal earmuffs and listen because only you will know your word when it comes to you. You will feel it. Your gut will like it. (laughs) Um, Number two, think about your personal goals. Remember that this word should encompass an overall goal. So if you have some personal goals in mind, write them down. This may help you find your word. Tip number three is a series of questions you can ask yourself to help you discover your word. Go ahead and answer any or all of these questions and listen to what you say and which words you use in your answers. How do I want to be or feel different tomorrow from how I am today? What is my purpose or calling? What am I lacking right now that would help me course correct? What is the underlying theme of my goals or the underlying theme of my answers to these questions? What do I want more of? What is my current mission statement? And what is one thing my life seems to be missing right now? And this one is nearly always how I discover my word. My word is almost always dependent on how I've done the year prior. It always comes to me in reflection as the next right step for me that builds on how far I've already come. My words are almost always something I feel I've been missing that will help me course correct towards where I'd prefer to see myself. And it also fits as an overall goal for me. So all of these questions should help you discover your word. 
And then tip number four is get a thesaurus and start exploring because there's definitely inspiration to be found there. All right, so keep in mind as you do this that the practice of choosing a word does fit nicely into the goal setting that takes place for a lot of people around the new year, which is why we're doing this now because I choose a word every year and I wanted to show you how I do it. Um, But you can choose a word at any time. This is a life tool. Uh, Like this year when COVID hit, you guys may remember, you've heard this before. I chose another word to fit alongside my word of the year because I wanted another beacon to help me through what turned out to be a super rough season. So you can call on this tool anytime you think it might help you. Come back to it when making decisions, refocus on it when you feel off course. Your word will guide you in the direction that you want to go. And if you determine you need a new one, then choose a new one or another one. So I want to share with you a few of the words that some of you guys uh, came up with in the workshop. Isaac chose catapult. He says, I'm ready to propel forward. (laughs) I love that word. And I hope we can all catapult in 2021. So great choice to Isaac. Um, Rhonda's ideas were around courage, speaking up and leaning in. She says, I default to stepping back and I feel the need to lead. I have already read that so many times and I get chills every time I read it. I love it. Lean in. Rhonda, you've got this. Chris chose rebirth. He says, I've been stale, losing touch with my true self. Oh, you guys are so inspiring. These words are so inspiring. I'll share one more from the workshop. Kara chose determined. She says, I want to prioritize my life this year to really move it forward. I want to take time for me. And in the past, I wasn't determined to make that a priority. So this year, I want to change that. So strong. Another good word in there that I'm seeing is priority. Such a strong word. So I'll share with you guys my word. My word for 2021 is focus. And I chose focus because I often feel very overwhelmed and very scattered. I have a lot going on and I feel like I'm not good at focusing sometimes. And so my word that I want to harness the power of is focus. So what will your word be? What will your priority, intention, purpose be in 2021? I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. In fact, if you do choose a word, why don't you be bold and share it with us? The best place for that right now is Instagram. So if you guys are on Instagram, find me at Traveling Jackie and find the post for this podcast, December 23rd, and feel free to comment there and let us know what you chose for your word. Okay, that wraps up our word segment. I hope that opened your mind a bit to just going into 2021 with a personal intention. Next. We have the year-end letter writing. Take a deep breath with me because this is a big one. (laughs) And first of all, gosh, can we all just celebrate a little bit or a lot that 2020 is finally coming to an end? I mean, I know, I know that the change from December 31st at 11.59 p.m. to 12 a.m. January 1st, 2021 is really just a matter of time, but we can give it whatever significance we choose to give it, right? It is the start of a new year and we can choose to see it as a new beginning. Something I've been doing alongside choosing a word for five years is writing letters to the year. Every new year, or I suppose I should say at the end of every year, just before the new year, I sit down and do some very specific letter writing. For me, this is meant to be not only a time of reflection, of acknowledgement of what I've been through in the past year, but also 
a look towards the future and a kind of general assessment of where I am. And it also gives me an opportunity to identify anything I need to process and let go of anything that I don't want to take with me into the new year. So it's pretty loaded. Actually, it's very personal. It's a very intimate writing session that I have with myself that I do every single new year. And it's so powerful for me that I want to share it with you because this year, I think we all need to spend a little extra time processing what we've been through, where we are, what we hope for in the year to come, and what we do not want to bring with us into 2021. And I have a little story to tell with this one. Um, This idea first surfaced for me again in 2016, um, around the same time that I was first choosing my word. Um, This idea kept coming up in conversation, not brought up by me, but by others that was, oh, write a letter. I think it originally came from Oprah or something. It was like, write a letter to yourself as if it were December 31st of the year ahead and talk about the year you just had. And like, this is a pretty cool idea, right? I mean, I'm a writer. I like journaling. Um, I thought this would be a neat exploration sort of into myself and into my goal setting, but I could not even give it the time of day. Like I could not even think about this without my whole body just like shaking. It's like my body was like, we are not doing this. And I did not understand this at first. Uh, It took me a little bit to kind of clue into what was going on. And the reason that that was happening was because my entire being would not look towards the future until I faced the past. And this year, that 2016 year had been, and the year before, had been so heavy for me that it turned out I had a lot that I needed to process and let go and kind of get through before I could look at 2017. And so that is why I added a couple letters to this process. So you may have heard of the write yourself a letter as if it's December 31st from the year ahead before. This process includes that idea and also adds two more letters to the show. So the first letter that I write every year is a letter to the past year that we just had. So this year I wrote a dear 2020 letter. And in this letter, this is, this is the powerful piece. You can say whatever the hell you want. This is just for you, right? This is for no other eyes but yours. And actually I was going to read parts of my letter to 2020 on the show, but I had that idea before I wrote my letters. And you know what? I know I share a lot on this show, but I'm drawing the line at my year end letters. They are way too personal and that is okay. Writing these letters is exactly the same as writing in your personal journal. Go deep, write as if no one else will ever hear it or see it. These words are for you to explore, set down, let go, invite, whatever you need to do. Do it on paper, say it all, say it without abandon, without shame, without anyone watching. Just say what you need to say and then let it go. Put the letter away, burn it, whatever you want to do. I keep mine and I only reread the ones for the year ahead once that year is actually over. You can do with yours as you please. So the first idea is to write a letter to the year past. Just explore that. Whatever you need to say, let it out. 
The second one is to write a letter to the year ahead. Lay out your goals. Talk about your dreams. Talk about the things you want to accomplish. This is why I had a really hard time actually going back and reading my Dear 2020 letter that I had written at the beginning of this year because I knew it was so full of hopes and dreams and all these things that I wanted to accomplish. And I really did not want to just relive all of that pain. I mean, like, I know you guys can relate, like it's been a rough year, right? And it was nothing like mm, any of us probably imagined. And so it was really hard pulling out that letter this year. Um, but it, it made my letter for 2021 even better because I was able to re- I guess, harness that hope and that optimism and put it back into a letter and say, you know what, we're going to do this this year, you know, like 2021 is going to be different. And I filled it again with hope and optimism and dreams and goals that I have. So write a letter to the year past, write a letter to the year forward. And then the last one is writing a letter as if it were December 31st of the year ahead, looking back. And this is a really cool exercise because this is something <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's basically you harness the future, right? You're looking back on something that hasn't happened yet. And the way that I was encouraged to write this the first time is with as many details as possible. So it's really interesting to put yourself in your shoes a year from now and say, what did I do this year? What am I proud of? Who did I meet? Where did I go? What did I accomplish? What numbers did I hit? Like be specific about things. And it's, it's just, a, I think this is just a fun exercise to really kind of outline what you see for yourself. And it sort of sets you up on a path of accomplishment and ambition for the year ahead. Um, and you know what? Maybe you will choose not to write a letter at all. That's fine. You do you. I just want to offer this as something that has really helped me process thoughts and feelings, and also anchor in what I'm learning and also reveal to me where I'm heading. And on the never-ending journey of self-awareness and growth, which so many of us on the travel track really are on, it's really an incredible tool for um, orienting yourself and aligning yourself along your own individual life path. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I know this has been really different, but I hope that these two tools will help you prepare for this new year. Choosing a word for the year and writing the letter to 2021 especially should help you see what some of your goals are. And I hope that you can set yourself up on the right track to accomplish your goals in 2021. In the workshop the other day, I asked everybody, what is holding you back from accomplishing your goals? And their answers included <laughs> me, fear, uncertainty, anxiety, myself, definitely fear, complacency, me and fear. <laughs> Seems like we are often the thing standing in our own way of accomplishing our dreams in life, right? In order to accomplish our goals, we have to get out of our own way. We need to learn to trust ourselves and our decisions and put our courage into action one step at a time. Every single decision we make creates our reality, right? So we accomplish our goals through clarity, and confidence and courageous action around the decisions that we make, right? That's why we don't get far when we're confused and can't see things clearly or don't know where to go. That's why things like your word for the year and a letter for the year will help you. But what if we could take this further than just a podcast episode? What if you and I could accomplish our goals together, even if we aren't sure what those exact goals are quite yet? 
Well, this is where I have an announcement and an invitation for you. So listen carefully because this could be the best decision you make for yourself right now. For the past three years, I've been leading a program where I teach people to find clarity and confidence so that they can make better decisions and take courageous action around what's important to them. I ran this program twice in person and once online this last May. You've heard about it before on the show. I took the participant feedback from those experiences and restructured it into an even better solution for you guys right where we all are right now. It's called Jumpstart. You can find it at travelingjackie.com slash jumpstart or in the show notes. It's an interactive step-by-step program that teaches you how to clarify your next steps, trust your decisions, and put your courage into action in six weeks. And I'm super excited to say that I'm launching this newly updated and expanded program next week. Doors open on December 28th, just in time to begin 2021 on the right foot. And I'm inviting you to join me. Jumpstart is action-based. So from day one, you'll start diving into new tools and techniques with prompted exercises that will help you find clarity around what matters to you most and build the self-confidence you need to trust your decisions and put your courage into action. The workshops are video guided so that you can fit them easily into your regular weekly schedule anytime and then anchor in what you're learning through weekly live group discussions with your fellow participants. And all the while, you'll have access to each other and me through an exclusive private community platform. And this is not Facebook. It's totally private. So we can all connect outside the weekly discussions and further the impact of your experience. If you've enjoyed digging into these two tools in this episode today, let me tell you something. These two tools are but tiny pieces of the big picture and life-size tools that we go through in Jumpstart. So I'm inviting you to step into your courage and be among the first to join my upcoming Jumpstart program, which officially starts in January. The doors open on Monday, December 28th. So if you are feeling like something is missing or out of alignment in your life, or you're stagnant or stuck or on the verge of something big, or you're simply just standing in your own way of moving forward, This program is designed for you by somebody who has been there too and still revisits a lot of those places often. I see you. I designed this program to help navigate the ups and downs of life and I still turn to it all the time. This is what I lean on to do courageous things. If you wanna fully trust yourself to make intentional decisions about what matters to you most, if you wanna identify and do the things you've been putting off and step out of your comfort zone into courage, and if you don't wanna do this alone, you don't have to. We can do this together. My past participants have come out of this totally changed. They've learned how to figure out what they even want. They've learned how to put themselves first and speak up for themselves. They've made decisions about whether to pursue a path they've been considering. They've changed jobs or relationships or living situations. They've come out happier, more at peace, like a weight was lifted. These are all real outcomes that people have had. Jumpstart is about taking action. Once you find that clarity and confidence, you will start taking action. And the coolest part is that the outcomes are unique to the individual. And that's what we're here to discover, right? Is what unique path awaits each of us. Jumpstart is built on tools that we can individualize, just like the word and the letter writing techniques we just went through, so that we can find those individual outcomes while leaning on each other in community. And speaking of community, if there's one thing that 2020 has taught us, it's that the company you keep matters now more than ever, right? The people you step into this program with will end up being one of the most important parts of the program for you. 
And through our private community platform, you'll have the opportunity to continue to connect to the energy of the group and gain value from your investment even beyond the six-week program. So speaking of investment, when you join Jumpstart, you're getting six weeks of practical action-based workshops, six weeks of facilitated group meetings, access to support from an exclusive like-minded community, including me in a private membership site. You will find clarity around what matters most to you and build the self-confidence you need to trust your decisions and put your courage into action. And you will walk away a stronger version of yourself with a personalized roadmap and a personalized set of tools and a community, all of which you can continue to lean on to guide you through anything. Guys, I've offered this in different formats in the past and I've charged no less than $800 per person. And this time I'm offering it for just $579. So join us there if this speaks to you. Get on travelingjackie.com slash jumpstart to find everything I just mentioned and more. You can drop your email there if you wanna get on the waiting list and be the first to be notified when doors open next week or in the future. Again, you can sign up as early as December 28th 2020 and get into the community and start meeting each other. And we officially start on January 8th. And if you're listening to this in the future, you can also find the wait list at travelingjackie.com slash jumpstart to find out when we're opening the doors next. You guys, I am so excited about this. Like I said, and I've said it in the past, I have led different versions of this and it's always so super amazing, but I have the best feeling about this version with the community element. This is one thing I wrote in my letter that I was so grateful to finally have the time to dedicate to optimizing this program for you guys in 2020. And Jumpstart is it. I cannot wait to see you guys there. Sign up at travelingjackie.com slash jumpstart and let's kick off this new year together. So thank you for letting me share that with you. Thank you for being here. The more I get to meet you guys, the more I want to hang out with you. So let's continue to do cool things together in 2021. Okay, let's do it. Happy holidays to you. Happy new year. Please be safe. Stay healthy. Make good choices. See you guys next year. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.